The following is my conversation with Neil Stevenson about his book, The Crowdis's Ark and its movie adaptation. The interview was recorded in the solo studio after the guests left, so please excuse any blemishes in the audio quality. Thanks for listening. We're brought to you today by Muddler's Julie, who will show you how to turn those tricky problems into relaxers. Uh, or compressors. Tune in now. Neil Stevenson, it's great to have you here. Thank you for having me. So let's start with the crowd. Is, uh, can you tell me what inspired you to write it? There were a couple of things in particular. One was my reading back in the early days of historical works like The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire and Lloyd George's War Memoirs. And I got interested in the idea of history as a kind of doomed project where the assembled wisdom of centuries continues to roll inexorably downhill, even as its participants constantly revise their estimates of how bloody devastating their efforts will be. And I began to think about the way that history can be a very cruel mistress, punishing those who have act ambition foolishly enough to believe that they could play a part in it. That definitely comes through in the book. In particular, the way that Caesar's unstoppable march across Gaul feels like it's destined to consume everyone in its path. Exactly. And I thought a lot about Russian history, too, during the Cold War years. For me, it was an intensely fascinating period because it was one of the few times in human history when two completely incompatible ideologies were actually vying for superiority. I was really fascinated by how nobody really knows what would have happened if Russia had won that race to the atomic bomb. So the book is set in the future, in a time when communism has spread throughout the world. Was this an intentional choice, or did it just happen along the way? It didn't actually happen along the way. I took a few liberties with scientific accuracy, but otherwise the setting is entirely based on what actually happened in the 20th century. And how did you go about delineating between the world of the book and our present day? Well, I made a few concessions to the fact that we live in a completely different world now. Hmm. For example, there are no Soviet Union or Communist China left in the book. They've both collapsed long ago. And in fact, many of the characters in the story are actually based on people I knew when I was living in Toronto back in the early 80s. So it's not just the historical settings. It's also autobiographical. Yeah, it's pretty autobiographical. I mean, there are probably some minor tweaks here and there, but fundamentally everything in the book corresponds to events that actually took place during my 20s. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. So what do you think about the Crowdess's Ark movie adaptation? Do you have any thoughts on how it compares to your own writing? I think it compares quite favorably, actually. In certain ways, it's more faithful to my writing than any of my own books ever have been. And there were a few things that I had no idea how they were going to handle, and they did a great job of adapting them without costing me anything. I was really proud of that. That's great to hear. So is there anything else you want to say before we go? Just that thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate it. And today's poem is by T.S. Eliot. The wasteland, the intolerable weight of memories hangs like lead on the brain. Mm -hmm. And madness is the only relief from the unbearable thought, from the unbearable thought of being alive.